he pleased him with hospitality and, to gain his trust, revealed something of what he had seen in life. Aware that this was a cowherd boy and thinking him his dearmost friend, that Brahmin, full of faith, happily narrated the story of his entire life. In the course of their conversation, the humble Brahmin plaintively said to the cowherd boy, I have heard of many goals of life and ways to attain them, but I do not have the power to determine what goal should actually be sought and how to attain it. I always follow the goddess's orders, although I don't really know what I'm doing. What will be the result? I'm not really sure. Thinking my life wasted, sometimes I yearn for death. It is only by the mercy of Lord Madhava and the two Shivas that I remain alive. Sanatana Goswami explains that the two Shivas here are Lord Shiva and Goddess Kamadevi, Parvati. Here today I have attained you who are very kind, who know everything and who are like my own Lord. I am surrendered to you. Please rescue me, a wretched man. Sanatana Goswami explains that the word Svadevavat means like Lord Madan Gopal, and the word Samudhara means please rescue me from the ocean of doubt, or please rescue me from the ocean of repeated birth and death. Sri Parikat said, Respectfully hearing these words, the cowherd boy thought, This person has attained the goal of life. He has attained all that is good. For him only the direct sight of the Lord's lotus feet remains. He should not be attached to chanting mantras. He should be attached to chanting the Lord's holy names. There is no other way than the worship of Srimadhan Gopal's lotus feet a worship that consists mostly of glorification of his holy names, that gives a result beyond what one can desire, and that should be performed with faithful and respectful seeing of the places where the Lord enjoyed pastimes. There is no goal other than pure love, which mocks the four goals of life and conquers the Lord's lotus feet. Sanatana Goswami explains that the four goals of life are material piety, economic development, sense gratification, and liberation. Therefore, to enlighten him and remove his doubts, I will tell all of my own story. Although great souls say a person would not speak of his own glories, there is no other story that will be good for him. Thinking in this way, the very experienced cowherd boy began to tell of his own experience. O best of Brahmins, as a young son of a Vaisha cowherd boy of Govardhan Hill, accompanied by young friends, I tend my cows on Govardhan Hill, along the Yamuna's shore, here in Vrindavan Forest, and in the circle of Mathura. 
Sanatana Goswami here notes that later in the book it will be revealed that Gopakumar's eternal ras is that of a cowherd boy. In the middle of the forest, we often see a great Brahmin who is rich in renunciation and who wanders here and there chanting the holy names of Lord Krishna. Sometimes engaged in japa and meditation, sometimes dancing, singing, laughing loudly, crying, sometimes falling to the ground or rolling on the ground as a madman, sometimes loudly calling out, sometimes fainting, sometimes muddying the ground with a stream of tears of love, and sometimes lying as a corpse on the dust of the cowherd path. Out of curiosity, we boys always go to see him. When we arrive, he bows down to us with devotion. Out of love, he tightly embraces us and kisses our bodies. As if we were his dearest friends, he cannot leave us. He was pleased by my gifts of milk and other services. One day, finding me on the Yamuna shore, he embraced me and said, Child, if you wish the perfection desired by all, then bathe in Keshigat, and you may take from me the mercy of the Lord of the Universes. Then, after I had bathed, that crest jewel of the merciful taught me the very same ten-syllable mantra you have been chanting. Then, to teach the method of worship, he began to describe the Lord, the object of meditation. Overcome with love and crying as a woman separated from her lover, he suddenly fainted in ecstasy. When he became conscious again, I was too frightened to ask him anything. His mind fixed on something else. He suddenly rose and left. I never met him again. What had I obtained? What result would it bring? How should the mantra be chanted? I did not know anything. Out of respect for his words, this mantra alone was on my mouth. Unnoticed by anyone, I eagerly chanted it at every moment. By the power of that great person, my heart became purified as I chanted. Then I developed faith. Thinking of his words, I decided that this mantra would lead me to the Lord of the Universes. I became happy and was dedicated to chanting. I thought, what is the Lord of the Universes like? When will I meet him? Intent only on him, I left my home and everything and went to the Ganges. Seeing a Brahmin worshipping a Shalagram Shila, I bowed down with respect and asked him, O Swami, whom are you worshipping? He smiled and answered, Child, don't you know? This is the Lord of the Universes. When I heard this, I became happy as a penniless man who finds a treasure or a man who finds his long-lost dearest friend. I gazed at the Lord of the Universes and with faith, I fell down as a stick to offer respects. By the Brahmin's mercy, I got the water of the Lord's feet and the prasadam offered to him. When he was about to go home, he put the Lord of the Universes to rest in a box. When I saw this, I became very unhappy, and, shedding tears, I lamented. Alas, the Supreme Lord is put in a very unsuitable box. He has not eaten anything. How can he sleep if he is hungry? O best of Brahmins, 
that there might be another Lord of the Universes in another place, I did not understand. Seeing me sincerely aggrieved, the humble Brahmin, as if embarrassed, comforted me and said, O oh, new Vaishnav, what more can I, a poor man, do? I offer the Lord of the Universes only what I myself can eat. If you wish to see his opulence and a great festival of his worship, then go to a nearby place of this country's saintly king who loves to worship Lord Vishnu. There you will directly see the Lord of the Universes, who is so difficult to see. There you will see your heart filled with bliss. For now, come to my home and eat the food that Lord Vishnu has enjoyed. I was delighted to hear his words. Even though I was hungry, I did not go to his home, but bowed down before him and, following the path he showed, at once went to that palace.